All right, what's happening? What is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How are we doing out there on a Thursday? Appreciate you joining us on today's podcast. For today's show, we're going to talk about betting size. How much do you bet? Because this is something that I think is so um, misunderstood at this point in the sports betting process because even people I listen to who really know what they're talking about have been doing this for years, they they don't give good information for how much you should bet every bet, right? Now, what this comes down to is you should always bet to win a unit. And it seems easier or sounds easier than it actually is in reality because most people I talk to, most people I deal with, they don't bet to win a unit. Now, for negative or for minus money bets, negative money bets, they do bet to win a unit. Okay, if you see, let's say, let's just use for the sake of today's show, $100 is a unit. Okay, because I know units vary based on all of us, our own bankroll, whatever, you know, that's another thing. How often do you go on Twitter and they're like, all right, if you're following us, units are 50 bucks. It's like, huh? Units are individual for people. Units aren't <laughs> like a flat thing. But anyway, um, so let's just pretend for the sake of math on today's show that your unit size is $100. Okay. So if that's the case and you see a minus 110 bet, which we're used to betting, a lot of people out there will bet 110 to win 100. That's kind of classic, right? We're used to doing that. If you see a minus 120, you'll bet 120 to win 100. You know, if you see a minus 150, you'll bet 150 to win 100. So a lot of people do that Uh, for the negative money bets. They are, most of you out there are betting to win a unit for those bets. The issue is when you start betting the plus money bets, right? If you bet a plus 150, plus 200, plus 500, what a lot of people out there do is they bet one unit, one flat unit, $100 to win whatever it is. So if you see a plus 200, most people out there will bet 100 to win 200. Okay. So this is a bad thing. What you should do if you want to maximize how much you're making as a public better is you should always bet to win a unit. So for the plus 200, if your units are $100, you should bet $50 instead of 100. So that's the point. Now let's talk about on today's show why that is, okay? The reason it's bad, there's a couple reasons. The first reason that's bad is it's all about EV or expected value. Okay, EV or expected value is a simple formula. You can type expected value into Google right now and see what it comprises of. It's very simple, but that's what determines every bet that I make and every bet that a winning sports better makes is the EV. That's what determines what makes roulette and blackjack rules is what is the EV and how can we make sure it's a positive EV for whoever's going to be winning money in the process. So if you look at the average bet, the classic bet of minus 110, right? You bet 110 to win 100. The EV for me or a pro better is about plus $5 for every 110 bet. You know, if I make a $110 bet to win 100, my EV, my expected value is I'm going to make right about $5. But the EV for a public better, the expected value for the average public better out there is about negative $5, right? It's a $10 swing. So for the average person listening to the show, every $110 bet you make to win $100, your expectation is to lose about 5 bucks. The process and ability to identify these winning bets is what sets winning bettors away or is what sets winning bettors apart from losing bettors. You know, losing bettors or average bettors or public bettors, however you want to say it, will have about 50% of their bets be amazing, great bets. You right now listening, I'm assuming, you know, 98% of my audience, they all have jobs, you have other stuff you do, I get that, right? But y'all like to, a lot of you like to sports bet for fun. Well, even you listening, about half the bets you make are amazing bets. They're great bets. But the problem is it's random, right? The public doesn't realize a great bet from a bad bet. It, it, it just 
seems random. Now, it seems random to a trained eye. If I ask you what bet you're making, you're not going to say, oh, it's random. I just randomly, I flip a coin and pick, right? But to a mathematician or a pro better, it will look random. So that's, that's the point is if my dog made picks, you know, and I don't mean to be pejorative here, but my dog wins at about the same percentage as most people out there. Because think about it. The worst anyone out there can do is 49% because it, there's only two teams to choose from. There's team A and team B on a classic minus 110 bet, right? So even if you're just randomly picking, flipping coins, you're going to go about 50%, just what the public better goes in their lifetime. So this isn't, you know, I'm not trying to be a jerk here. This is sort of what the math has proven is that everyone out there from a coin to my dog to the public sports better is going to go about 50% lifetime because most people can't identify a good, good winning bet from just an average bad bet. So that's the first thing. Okay. And that actually is a big deal here because the difference between winning and losing betters is winning betters identify the bad bets and simply don't make them. Okay, so now my portfolio or a pro's portfolio or a winning betters portfolio is filled, just filled with positive EV bets instead of half positive EV and half negative EV. So overall, the first kind of point here with why to bet a unit is it comes down to identifying only the good bets. Okay, the public will randomly land on good bets about half the time, but you you want to get those out of your portfolio. So that's the first thing. It's about identifying bets and the expected value. Okay, so knowing that, having the understanding of all that stuff, the reason that I would make a bet of plus fifteen hundred or fifteen to one is the exact same reason I would make another bet. Okay, I can identify that a fifteen to one bet should be twelve to one or thirteen to one or whatever. Okay. The problem is, again, the public largely can't identify this. So when the public better makes a 15 to 1 bet, the chances are that they've stumbled into a bad bet. Okay, let's put it this way, the other way. The chances that they've stumbled into a good bet are very, very slim. Now, why is that? You may be asking, why is it more likely that I've stumbled into a bad bet at 15 to 1 compared to minus 110? And the reason is, the farther away you move from minus 100 or plus 100, even money, you bet 50 to win 50, you bet 100 to win 100. The further you move away from that, the more stratified the numbers become. Okay, let's give an example. A 1% move, if we're just going to move the line 1% from minus 110, that looks like this. Because you're all used to betting minus 110, right? So if you move that 1% and you're betting 1% more, the line moves from minus 110 to minus 114. Okay, that's a 1% move, and you're only moving 4 cents. You're moving from minus 110 to minus 111, minus 112, minus 113, then minus 114. That's it. That's not a big change, right? I think a lot of you out there would agree minus 110 to minus 114 is a small change, but that represents mathematically a 1% move, okay? But think about it this way. Going from minus 900 to minus 1,000 is also a 1% move. Isn't that crazy? People don't understand that the numbers really alter and stratify the farther away you get from even money. So it's actually harder over the long run for the public to identify these long shot bets. You do much better randomly betting minus 110s compared to randomly betting minus 1000s or plus 1000s. So 
Remember, this is kind of what we started with. A lot of people will bet to win a unit for for uh, negative money bets. Okay, so if you see minus one ten, most of you out there are used to betting one ten to win hundred. But if you're betting an entire unit for every plus money bet you make, what you're doing is you're greatly overexposing yourself for inherently worse bets. Okay, think about it. Think about it this way. You're con- you are constantly changing your bet amount for every minus money bet. You're doing this sort of without thinking about it. You know, if you see minus 120, you don't really think about it. You just bet 120 to win 100. If you see minus 110, you don't really think about it much. You just make a bet 110 to win 100, right? If you see minus 150, you don't think about it much. You make the 150 to win 100 and you move on. But if you make a plus money bet and you're always betting 100 to win whatever it is, what you're going to do is bleed yourself out because you're overexposing yourself again and you're doing it for the worst bets. If you always bet 110 for the negative money bets, that would be a sort of the same thing, right? Think about that. You're betting 110 to win 100, but if it's minus 150, well, you alter your bets. You don't still bet minus 110. So what's happening is whether it's plus 100 or plus 150, plus 200, plus 500, plus 1,000, plus 1,500, whatever it is, you're, if you're always betting 100 or always betting one unit, you're not doing yourself the justice of uh, adjusting your bets to maximize your EV on that side of the scale, right? If you just look at a giant scale, like a number line, and, and, it, and in the middle of the number line is the even money bets, right? And on the left side of the number line is all the negatives, minus 110, down to minus all the way, right? And then the right side of the graph is all the plus money bets. Well, why would we only alter our bets on half the graph? And then when we get to the right side of the graph, we would flat bet. This makes absolutely no sense. And the people doing this are generally public bettors who don't get this money management in the first place. You see, if you can identify these good winning bets, it kind of changes everything. But the fact that the, the public better largely can't do that, what you end up doing is spending a whole hell of a lot more money on your worst bets. Okay, so let's get out of here today with just this example. If you bet a plus 200 and your units are 100 bucks, you should bet 50 to win 100, right? So think about it. You're, you're doubling how much you should bet on that plus 200. So you're now twice as exposed as you should be on that plus 200 bet. That's going to add up. And if you're always twice as exposed or three times as exposed or half of as exposed, and you look at your portfolio at the end of the year, you are going to absolutely ruin your chances to make any money if you always flat bet plus bets and alter your uh, alter your bets for negative money bets or minus money bets. Okay, so this is my advice to anyone who just wants to make more money. A lot of you think that I do this show and I give advice for pros. I don't. I just give advice to anyone who wants to either make more money or lose less money. And a lot of you out there do want to do this, okay? I, I am well aware of that. A lot of you hate losing. You don't like losing. You listen to this show to make better habits. This is a perfect place to start. Stop flat betting plus money bets and altering your minus money bets. Start doing all of the same thing always. Bet to win a unit no matter what the price is. If it's minus 1,000, plus 1,000, always bet to win a unit. So... I appreciate you listening. Uh, We're going to have some picks coming up tomorrow, so stay tuned Friday for plenty of weekend picks. We'll talk to you then right here on Sports Betting Daily.